the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Yes, it is. And as we head into hour three of our daily three-hour tour, it is a delight to welcome a dear friend, a dear teacher of mine to many in the nation. She is Elaine Bennett. She is the founder and president of the Best Friends Foundation, about which we'll talk a little bit more in a little bit. You have uh, heard me quote her this time every year uh, with her very now famous Thanksgiving instructions, Thanksgiving basic table (laughs) manners instructions. And I thought, you know, instead of having me quote her, let's talk them over with Mrs. Bennett. Mrs. Bennett, happy Thanksgiving and thanks for joining us. Oh, Seth, it is my privilege and I have many warm memories of you joining us at our Thanksgiving table, (laughs) and so wish you could be with us this year. Me too, me too. You have been, um, I'll say it again, you've been a teacher to me on many, many things, and I count you as a friend and a teacher. Elaine, before we, if I can, before we get to the specific um, outline of the manners and uh, that you have set out for Thanksgiving, I, I just wanted to set it up with a quote I've always liked from the great philosopher Edmund Burke who said that manners are more important than laws. Manners are what vex or soothe, corrupt or purify, exalt or debase, barbarize or refine us, but a constant, steady, uniform and sensible operation like that of the air we breathe in. They do matter, don't they? They do matter to a society. They they do, and that's a wonderful quote. Uh, I'm going to remember that. I'll send one. it to you. Yeah, I think it's it's one of the few I have on my wall, not because I like it as much as I do, but because I need it. I need to be reminded of it. And that's what you've done. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Bennett's basic table <laughs> manners. That's what we get to. Right. Do you want me to read them to you or what? Well, how do we do this? What's most. Oh, I will read them. You read them. Um, they've been amended somewhat okay. uh, over the years, but I'll give you the history. You may not remember this. Our younger son, Joe, was at Dana Point as a Marine lieutenant and, of course, could not come home for Thanksgiving. But he had a gracious invitation from Hugh Hewitt and the fetching Mrs. Hewitt, yes. as he refers yes. to her, yes. which I love, yes. his wife, Betsy, to join them for Thanksgiving dinner. So in an effort to be a good mom, I decided I needed to give him some instructions long distance prior to this dinner, (laughs) because I wanted to be sure that he was on his best behavior. And so I started sending sending him a a text, and as I got into it, there seemed to be more things and more things and things that I remembered that he did not do, and (laughs) uh, I was concerned that he might not remember. So it ended up becoming a longer list than I had intended, but... uh, I cleaned it up to 12 basic rules Mm -hmm. that will get you uh, hopefully invited back to Thanksgiving. (laughs) Okay. Good good in themselves and good for possible future uh, invitations, right? Right. 
Right. Okay. I shared them at our thing, our, our Thanksgiving dinner with our older son, John, because I could not leave him out. Right. We had his friends there. So we had a great old time, and uh, I think, I, I hope, uh, I made an impression for their future uh, uh, dinner engagement. Not certain, but I hope I did. <laughs> And everyone else is good, good, good. Mm-hmm. And and your husband reads them uh, on his show every year. I read them. Yeah. And I'd like yes. you to do them for us. Yes. Let's go through the amended <laughs> okay. and updated, new and with a new yes, introduction. Well, yes. To a certain degree, yes. Okay. Number one, napkin in the lap. Right. Yours will be on the plate, uh, or to the left under the fork. Perfect. Number two. Drink from the glass or glasses to the right over the knife. Number three, your bread and butter plate and or your salad plate will be to the left near the fork. In some cases, over the fork. Here is your code. And guys can remember this. BMW. BMW, right. BMW. Bread, meal, water. Bread. Bread, meal, water. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Good. Left to right, bread, meal, water. Um, This is a phrase that we used, um, a teacher uh, in one of my schools in D.C. said that she she had used this uh, to remind her students, and they all got it. Mm -hmm. They were great. The best friends (laughs) and the best men students picked it right up. I bet. Some kids had a much harder time, uh, like my own. Uh-huh. So they say, okay, mom, okay, BMW. And then they, <laughs> <laughs> but they, I'm hoping that by now this is ingrained in there. Well, repetition, repetition we learned from another friend of yours, Dennis Prager. He likes to say repetition is the essence of pedagogy. You have to repeat and repeat yes. and repeat. Yes. Repeat, repeat, right. and redundancy. And redundancy. Redundancy you is bet. very good. You, it's, you know, um, why children like to hear the same stories over and over you again. Bet. It's not yeah. a bad thing. Tell me that story again. You bet. Absolutely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Number four, no talking with your mouth full ever. Mm-hmm. Big no-no. Number five, try very hard not to spill your food on the table and up the front (laughs) of your shirt, and especially on your tie. Okay. Okay. My boys are genetically predisposed to this, so I had to really work with them on it. It's interesting. These rules get tougher as they go. You start kind of with (laughs) easier. These things become more challenging to some of us as we go along. Yes, they do. Yeah. Okay. Yes, they do. And as you become older and and grow older, they're more important. Okay. Now, this year, you may be dining outside, as many are doing. Your hostess may dispense with the tie. Okay. Be sure and check. If you are uncertain... You arrive wearing a tie, and if she says, oh, please remove it, then, of course, you do. Number six, wait until the hostess is seated and has raised her fork before you start eating. Oh, that's good. I like that. There's another one I'm adding. Mm -hmm. Always be certain older female guests are seated. And have begun eating. Okay, that's and an addendum. This is that's a this like now. It. Yeah, good. Yeah, as I've become um, an older female guest. <laughs> okay. 
I'm also aware that uh, the grandmother needs to be given her credit yep. and due respect. Yep. Number seven, weight at significant meals, especially uh, Thanksgiving and, and holiday meals, to see if the host or hostess wishes to ask a blessing for the food. Good. Don't just Number jump in and have at it, eight. right? Right. Give it a moment. Right. right. I like it. Yeah. Instead of, you know, yeah. diving right, right on in. Right. Number eight, and I shouldn't have to. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have to, but do not blow your nose at the table. Okay. <laughs> Excuse yourself and leave the room. Okay. The next one's my favorite, or I should say my favorite <laughs> one possibly to honor in the breach. Go ahead. Yes. Number nine, do not place the wine bottle on the floor by your chair. <laughs> that yeah, rule obviously it. had to be articulated because it needed to be articulated. It okay. did need to be okay. articulated. Okay. It is a habit of the elder Mr. Bennett, Uh-oh. which I had to break. We're naming and names. Okay. I have finally, after 38 years, I have got him over that very bad habit. <laughs> Repetition is the essence of pedagogy. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Over and over, I repeated it, actually have gone under the table and retrieved it and removed it uh-huh. from him. Yep. yep. Uh, number 10, do not punctuate your sentences in any way with your silverware. Interesting. You see, you see that in movies sometimes. You see, mm-hmm. My producer, Bill, read your rules and he hadn't thought of breaking he it never occurred to him that people would ever do that and then we mm-hmm. talked about how you've seen it in movies and he tried mm-hmm. it and he won't do yeah. it again yeah. no stabbing the air with your fork right no waving your knife around especially this year especially if political subjects are brought up uh-huh and my advice to my boys is to stay away from politics at the dinner table Good. unless you're Host shares your views and asks for your opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a new amendment. Let me I hit have. a quick break. Let me hit a quick break mm-hmm. and come back with the rest of them. A little discussion and a little on best friends. Is that good with you, Mrs. Bennett? Oh, certainly. Thank you. I'm Thank all. You we're all. Much. We're all just being a little more polite <laughs> with you on the line than we usually are. It's like talking to. Uh, yeah, well, I appreciate <laughs> that. It's like talking to Emily Post or something. We will uh-huh. be right back with the great Mrs. Bennett, Elaine Bennett, Best Friends Foundation. Don't go away. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. It's a delight and special honor and privilege for me to have with us Elaine Bennett. She is the president and founder of the Best Friends Foundation. She also is the author of um, the Thanksgiving Basic Table Manners. <laughs> we have gotten calls asked if these the are famous the famous now. We have gotten calls on the break, <laughs> received calls during the break asking if they are, they are published anywhere. And um, maybe maybe it's worthy of a book, but I will repeat well, them at the end of the show for I those that want to write them down. certainly consider that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. So, so we left off telling, instructing, not to punctuate sentences in any way with silverware and not to yeah. talk politics if avoidable. If avoidable. Right. Unless directly asked. Right. And then be a bit cautious. Right. If you're uncertain about your host right. or your host. Belief. Right. 
Um, that's just courtesy. It's You're courtesy that's dinner. honored only by one side, and I guess it's okay. You know, I, I heard a law professor say this, Mrs. Bennett. Can I depart for just a second and run this by yes, you? Certainly. She said a liberal um, walks into a room she doesn't know and thinks the room is on her side and has no problem talking politics. A conservative mm-hmm. walks into a room and thinks the room is not on her side and refrains from it. And I told that to your husband once, True. and he said that law professor never met Mrs. Bennett. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's giving me, makes me much, um, much tougher. No, I assume, un, uh, unfortunately, yeah, right. that um, uh, most people in the room are are, are not right. going to be right. Uh, on my side. It's at least polite to assume so. I think it's a polite thing to assume that not everyone agrees with you in the first instance. Right. Yeah, I agree. Now, it's someone just takes out after you, sure. which has happened to me, sure. uh, because they're they're coming after me, and interestingly, they won't go after Bill, but yeah. I've had this <laughs> They don't know what they're in for. Right. They should have gone. Right. They should have gone. And they're they're you know they're they're they can get pretty cutthroat yeah. and, and because they're they don't want to take Bill on. Yeah. So I have had to learn, Seth, that uh, I have to stand my ground. Sure. sure. But I don't take the first. No, stand. we don't initiate. We don't. We don't. No. All right. And so I, we've we are up to rule eleven. No, my son's not too either. Right. Yes. Number eleven. This is important. Always, always personally thank the hostess. And tell her the food was delicious, even if it wasn't. Mm-hmm. You That is one little white lie that is permissible. Always tell her how delicious the food was. And this is especially important if you've left enough food on the floor <laughs> under your chair for the family dog's next meal, which I have... Uh, seen that happen uh, on many occasions at our own table. <laughs> and that's why Sonny Boy was uh, probably 30 pounds over. <laughs> um, she will forgive you as she's cleaning up yeah. if you have told her how much you enjoyed the dinner. I say do it in person, and I am a big fan of a letter follow-up, a card, a note well, in the mail. Well, that is my next one. Oh, good. Number 12. Mm-hmm. And this was to my son. I said, if you want your mother to go to her grave with a peaceful heart, offer to clear the table, take out the garbage, mm-hmm. and always, always yeah. follow up there with a handwritten thank you note. Email is second choice, far second choice. And do this within three days. Mm-hmm. I have on file all the handwritten notes from young people who have joined us at our table. The file is thin. <laughs> it means the and world when someone receives growing, it. Yeah. Even though I've, I've had it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And you're so you're so right. It's, it, because it's notes. unexpected in a it's sense too, right? People don't go to the mail anymore looking forward to it. And that's why it's they so don't. Up, right. But when it, you get yeah, one, yeah. doesn't it make you feel great? You bet. It, it does me. Yeah, it's the just, idea that someone sat down, thought about you, thought about their experience with you, wanted to put pen to paper over it, go through the effort exactly. of putting a stamp on it, it means something more. It just does. It does. Mm-hmm. And Seth, it's a dying art. Yep. 
it was it was uh, something that was practiced and worked over, and uh, you have these lovely copies of of letters that were written. Oh gosh, back by the founders, you to bet. Their wives, you lovely bet. thing. Yeah. That 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 uh, all the way through, I would say, fifties, sixties, seventies. But then, um, with modernization and the email has become. And I'm certainly happy to receive an email. Yep. Um, it's a, a lovely thing. You think about all the things uh, that we are distracted by and that distract us in our daily activities. It wouldn't be so hard to find five minutes to write a note. It just isn't. No, it just isn't. It wouldn't. It, and it's a good thing Especially if, you, to do. if you prepare. Now, yep. I tried to prepare my boys. I gave yep. them envelopes. I gave them stamps. I stamped the envelopes. I gave them the note cards. There you go. Yeah. I, you know, here they are, guys. Yep. Write them, and then I would find them in boxes. You know, mm-hmm. getting dusty, and I would hear, "Mom, I sent an email." Mm. Mom, I sent mm. an email. Mm. Mm. So we try. We try. I may we have try. to bow to the new. Uh, no, no, this, never, this never, never, never. I'm still no. leaving it on there. Find your Churchill. Never, 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 never give in. Never give in. <laughs> Elaine, I've had so much fun with you, and we've run it down, but. Could you take a minute? I have about a minute left just to tell the world okay. what the Best Friends Foundation does. Okay, I will. And I, I just, before I do that, I would just yep. like to say that this Thanksgiving, especially, hold your loved ones close. If you can't hold them in your arms, keep them close in your heart. It's a very, very important time. It's beautiful. And a very, I think, um, uncertain time for many of our young people. Beautiful. And that the Bennett send everyone to Thanksgiving our warmest wishes from Bill, Elaine, John, John's wife, Krista, and Joe. And thank you, Seth, for asking you about bet. Best Friends. You bet. We started in 1987 at Georgetown University. Um, can't believe it. 34 years ago. I was about 10 years old. Um, that is a joke. Um, I wasn't laughing. I, wasn't laughing. <laughs> I was ready for you. No, no, no. I was. I was. Um, I'm amazed that we have uh, gone this long. That the program is continuing to thrive. We've updated. We've revised. Um, we basically our emphasis is, as our name would imply, on friendship, and uh, we care a lot about self-respect. And decision making, and we talk a lot about positive decisions and the kinds of things that will keep you uh, healthy and on the right track in life and help you, you know, reach your goals. And we started originally with sixth graders. We got more requests and more requests, so we expanded our program through high school. We began a college scholarship program. We are now. I'm getting calls for programs for kindergarten and first grade because children, I say their children need this. Um, We focused a lot in the past five years on the prevention of bullying. It's a beautiful program. I I hate that we have a break, but let me instruct people to go to bestfriendsfoundation.org for more information, Mrs. Bennett. We love That's you. That's right. Bless you. We love you. Happy Beth. Thanksgiving. You have a terrific show God and a terrific you. intellect. Thank you. And the warmest of Thanksgivings to you. Bless you. Thank you.
If you walk into a country bar and the jukebox is on, this is what you want to hear. That song. You want to hear Randy Travis. If you want health, if you want energy, if you want to boost your immunity, you want one product, the one I take every single day, Balance of Nature. I can't tell you how good it is. It is that good. Tens of thousands of vital nutrients from 100% whole food plants, fruits, and vegetables locked into vegetarian capsules through a unique cold press process. You just take them once a day and you are good to go. It's the most effective whole food supplement on the market. And Balance of Nature is extending their great offer of free shipping and 35% off any new preferred order of their fruits and veggies. It guarantees you wholesale pricing. You can get a free coach, health coach if you want. Great product. Give them a call at 800-24-68751 or go to balanceofnature.com. Make sure to use discount code BALANCE. Makes for a great gift, too. We did receive calls asking if Mrs. Bennett's manners are published anywhere. They aren't yet, but I'll read them um, perhaps in the next segment. Maybe that's a good way if people want to write them down. I'll read them without the um, attendant uh, editorializing or elucidation on them. As well as that Burke quote I can't get out of my mind. Because I do think obligation and manners are important to civil society, to civil life. And I do think we have entered into a territory of society where we don't treat each other with manners and respect as much as we should or used to. And I think about, I think about what COVID has done to us. And I think about... What doing the unnatural to human beings has done to us. I'll never forget Zudi Jasser here early on. We used to have him in every Friday. Remember when we had Dr. Jasser in every Friday to walk us through the COVID information. He said one of the problems we're going to see, he said this early on from the uh, shutdowns and lockdowns, was, I'll never forget, he said, we are putting human beings in isolation Isolation is not our natural condition. It's what you do to prisoners, people who have committed crimes, who you try to segregate and separate from the rest of civil society. So we have turned, in a sense, so much of our civil society into the unnatural, into the prison. We have made prisoners of our freedom. That's a good way to think about it. We have taken the free and made them prisoners. That's how civically unhealthy this process this process has been it's what it's led to and so we are not vexed excuse me we are not soothed we are vexed we are not purified we're corrupted we're not exalted we're debased we're not refined we're barbarized through constant steady uniform insensible operations if i can paraphrase edmund burke And they have given their whole form and color to our lives. And it's not a good color. It's not a good color. Another thing I was wrong about was thinking it would be over by November 4th. There's still a use for it. There's still a use for it. What was it Heather McDonald wrote, Bill, that you so you so gelled to? Can you remember? I don't have it in front of me about what we did to ourselves over the summer versus now. How did she put it that you liked so much? Go ahead. 
how at the time yep. they were pushing the panic, you mm-hmm. know, fully forcing masks on us. Mm-hmm. And now they point to the summer as the low point yeah. compared to now, which right. is the big problem. Right. Right. We thought then we were at the flashing red. We had no idea. That was still when things were hardly yellow. Yeah. Yeah. The authoritarian tendency and the ability to be swallowed up by a panic. I still think what C.S. Lewis wrote was the best on how to live life in the atomic age. I really do. Don't exaggerate the novel of the situation. You and all whom you love were already sentenced before the atomic bomb, before the virus, and quite a high percentage of us were going to die in unpleasant ways anyway. We had one great advantage over our ancestors, anesthetics, and we still have them. But it is perfectly ridiculous to go about whimpering and drawing long faces because the scientists have added just one more chance of death to a world which already bristled with such chances in which death itself was not a chance at all, but a certainty. If you get it, 99.9997 chance of recovery. We'll be right back. Not the song you want on the jukebox when you walk into a country bar. You know they don't know what they're doing. I mentioned uh, West Point and the Army earlier. Here's uh, do do uh, do justice to the Navy listener caller Rob, wishing us all a happy Thanksgiving. Sent a picture of an F-14 Tomcat. He says we called the F-14 Tomcat the Turkey because of the way this. Stabilators went back and forth during carrier landings. The stabilators were the little wings in back behind the wings and below the vertical stabilizers. Yes, happy, happy Thanksgiving to all in the um, armed services. Families here with members abroad and our thoughts with those serving us abroad. Absolutely. Thank you all. Wishing you a very happy Thanksgiving. I... um. I was uh, mentioning earlier the Thanksgiving address that Joe Biden gave earlier today, just how uh, lacrimose it was, how sad, how dampering it was. It was it was really I mean, I just if he's the next president and we have to get used to that, it's going and you thought the last several months we're not exactly uplifting. Who boy. We're going to have to we're going to have to find ways to um amuse ourselves a little bit more healthily and entertain ourselves and get back to a functioning life where we're not all governed by the ethic of a 78-year-old man who acts like an 88-year-old man. I mean no criticism of the vibrant 88-year-olds. He said something in his speech, though, that worried me greatly. He said a lot of things. 
um, we are going to finally root out systemic racism in our country. That scares me. We are going to finally root out systemic racism in our country. Why does it scare me? Not because I believe we should continue with systemic racism in our country, but because I don't believe we have systemic racism in our country. And what does it mean to root it out? What do they intend to do? It was amazing to me after after April seeing all these schools, museums, and other organizations write letters to their community about how they're going to examine the systemic racism in their own midst. And I wondered what the hell they've been up to since 19, at least 64. And I remember telling parents, if your school is telling you it is going to investigate the racism in that inheres there, get your kids out of that school. I would no sooner send my school to a I would no sooner send my children to a school that admits it's racist than I would to one that tries to cover it up. We're going to finally root out systemic racism in our country. I can't know what that possibly means, especially when we're dealing with claims about black-led police forces in democratic cities with black mayors. I, I mean... If if that's where systemic racism is most prominent, what the heck are they planning to do about it? And what the heck are they planning to do to we who aren't even part of that? I worry about that. I worry about that when you combine it with the ethos of an authoritarian personality in control of our government. And we should, too. We should, too. I worry about when he said we're going to lead the world on climate and save the planet. I worry about that. I worry about millenarian exercises of the mind and promises of the voice. Because I have now gotten to the point where I worry about if the exercise that has been imposed on us since March can cause and create so much tamping down on freedom and so much violation of First and Fifth and Fourth Amendment freedoms in the name of a virus. What might be done in the name of saving the planet, which we are told is on the verge of extinction if we do nothing? If we do nothing. You do realize we haven't been doing nothing, right? We do realize that, don't we? We do realize we are already one of the leaders on this, don't we? We do realize that the problem of the virus comes from the same country that might be causing the greatest problem with the climate, too, don't we? Or don't we? I was put in mind of an old poem by Hilaire Belloc. I didn't know much about him until about a year or two, maybe three ago. George, who played with a dangerous toy and suffered a catastrophe of considerable dimensions. <laughs> it's the name of the poem. George, who played with a dangerous toy and suffered a catastrophe of considerable dimensions. I'll just give you the last line. The moral is that little boys should not be given dangerous toys. 
It's worth repeating. The moral is that little boys should not be given dangerous toys. I worry about that and the exercise of power and all that Joe Biden says he wants to do. All right. You want the rules to write down from Mrs. Bennett's basic table manners? One, napkin in the lap. Two, drink from the glass or glasses to the right over the knife. Three, your bread and butter plate and salad plate is to the left over the fork. Bread meal water, BMW. Four, no talking with your mouth full. Five, try very hard not to spill your food on the table and up the front of your shirt, especially on your tie. Six, wait to eat until the lady of the house is seated and has raised her fork. Seven, also wait at significant meals for a prayer, blessing for the food. Eight, do not blow your nose at the table. Nine, do not place the wine bottle on the floor by your chair. Ten, do not punctuate your sentences in any way with your silverware. Eleven, always personally thank the hostess and tell her the food was delicious, especially if you have left enough food on the floor under your chair for the family dog's next meal. And twelve, thank you note, not email, within three days if you want your mother to go to her grave with a peaceful heart. Be right back. That's nice. Better days are in the cards, I feel. I hope. Hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving. Bill, we didn't get a chance to talk football today. Are you going to watch Dallas play the team formerly known as the Washington Redskins tomorrow? Is that is that who's playing? Yes and no. Yes, that's who's playing. You know you will not watch them. Thank you for standing strong on that. Abraham Lincoln in 1864, it has pleased Almighty God to prolong our national life another year, defending us with his guardian care against unfriendly designs from abroad and vouchsafing to us in his mercy many and signal victories over the enemy, who is of our own household. It has also pleased our Heavenly Father to favor as well our citizens in their homes as our soldiers in their camps and our sailors on the rivers and seas with unusual health. He has been pleased to animate and inspire our minds and hearts with fortitude, courage, and resolution sufficient for the great trial into which we have been brought by our adherence as a nation to the cause of freedom and humanity to afford to us reasonable hopes of an ultimate and happy deliverance from all our dangers and afflictions. Abraham Lincoln, 1864. That's my wish to and for you as well. And I like what Mrs. Bennett said, too. This year, take it a little extra easy on your loved ones. They've been through a lot. Good words, that. Good woman, that. Bless you all. Thank you all. Till tomorrow. I'm Seth Leibson. God bless and class dismissed.